Hi, this is Arthur Drummond speaking again. I firmly believe that you guys already scrolling around the captions that today we are going to to talk about legal due diligence, business due diligence strategies. Letting lawyers and tailoring the due diligence process to fit the client's goal, avoiding common pitfalls, and understanding new techniques and trends. So, let me start from the introduction so you guys hopefully understand what is the meaning of legal due diligence. I firmly believe that you guys all have heard about what do legal due diligence, especially if you're an entrepreneur who would like to establish your company, or if you are buying a property around maybe in Bali or somewhere else around the world. Around the world, due diligence has been described as the investigation before the investment, based on a Howard Silverter. Peter McFlynn, quantitative due diligence, the check before the check, 2002. The main purpose of due diligence is to obtain adequate information about the target company or businesses, including its vital success factors and its strengths and weaknesses, to enable the buyer to decide whether to proceed to deal and, if so, on what terms. Guys, due diligence allows the buyer the opportunity to gather facts about the target so that the representation and warranties can be negotiated and drafted to minimize risk. Recent years have been witnessed uh, an increasing level of financial scrutiny on the public company buyer because the buyer is required to certify consolidated result post-closing. When a buyer is purchasing a public company, The buyer is likely to really own public feelings, identify specific target areas, follow up with non-public information, which allows the due diligence process and the overall transaction to move quickly and efficiently. The reason M&A way black buried and driving private equity buyers has also reason M&A way black buried and driving profit. Equity buyers has also increased the scrutiny of the financial performance of private and closely held targets. I think so. Due diligence, however, is more than just looking at numbers. Due diligence is a deeper investigation that, as far as I work as a lawyer here in Bali, among other things, legal due diligence examines the company in its markets, calculate asset values uncover hidden liabilities, examine the compatibility with the buyer's long-term strategy, and advises on the problem likely to confront the combination of the two management teams. So, the next question might appear. What is standard of legal due diligence strategies in the world? Let's talk generally in the world. Because um, in Indonesia, we also adopted the legal due diligence uh, procedure as common in the European or American system. But let us not forget about Indonesian system law system itself. The most standard and basic due diligence strategy involves a comprehensive 
a really deep comprehensive review of the seller business. The review includes an analysis of, among other things, financial statement, tax report, material contracts, litigation, real property, and environmental condition. Generally speaking, the buyer will present the seller with a detailed due diligence request list that set forth broad categories of information that buyer wishes to review. Moreover, in an auction setting, however, the seller usually will prepare with a physical or brutal due diligence data, run with the material information. In other situations, the owners will be in the buyer to follow up on its request and obtain the information it deems most important to its ultimate investment decision. In public company transactions, some buyers will focus almost exclusively on the seller public feelings, whether securities and exchange commissions or SEC. This is always the case in hostile acquisitions, but it also done when a buyer seeks to move quickly towards signing a definitive agreement and closing a negotiated transaction. So, an approach does allow for a quick process, but it is not a comprehensive review and it relies on the integrity of the seller public disclosures. It also does not take into account important information that has not been publicly disclosed, including evolving development and continuing or speculative liabilities. Accordingly, in friendly deals, the buyers should supplement this approach by identifying discrete but important areas for follow-up due diligence. Another important thing that we should know before we start a legal due diligence, especially for you guys, a young entrepreneur who would establish strategies and in a new era industry. The core components and method of due diligence review remain largely unchanged until now. This is 2019. But new industry often require the involvement of additional experts in the due diligence procedure, risk evaluation should involve outside advisors who may be relied upon to coordinate the effort of those involved. Example, Gratia, an insurance team, and of course, an auditor or accounting team. And might also involve consulting trade journalists, maybe, or perhaps trusted online reporting sources. Risk profile of potential acquisition target generally are created through experience, but in the absence of any experience, the buyer and his advisor must be thoughtful. Yeah, it's a not joke. And something creative in determining what areas need special focus. The attorney involved in a due diligence review of an MA deal involving a new industry business should ensure that he or she understands the client business, the target business, and the intersection between the two order to fashion the best possible due diligence strategies. The structure is soft if the transaction and the general location of liability between the parties have biggest impact on the due diligence strategy. Guys, a due diligence strategy can be conceptualized on a spectrum based on the liabilities that will be assumed by the buyer. 
a thorough due diligence review should be required when the buyer is assuming, although the seller liabilities where only a more limited review may be needed when the seller is to retain the liabilities relating to his business prior to closing the transaction. Another one, due diligence strategies thus shaped by the buyer's tolerance and those liabilities of the seller that are to be assumed by the buyer after closing. Importantly, the strategy must also consider the legal issues underlying the party's business deal. Many buyers, for instance, involve will structure transaction a purchase of asset to avoid the liability associated with the seller past business. Under the successor liability doctrine, however, the acquirer can be held liable to target transgressions if there is substantial continuity between the predecessor and the successor. Environmental, employment benefits, money laundering, international trade, and related areas arrive for successor liability issues. So why I say so? Because I do believe indemnity provision may lessen a buyer's expression to liability under the successor liability doctrine. But they often do not altogether eliminate the risk. As a result, a due diligence strategy must consider how the legal issues relating to the transaction will reflect the business deal contemplated by the parties. The business deal feature addressing representation of warranties and post-closing them questions also have significant impact on a buyer's due diligence strategy. If a seller backing very limited representations, then the buyer will have to engage in a more detailed due diligence review. Conversely, and finally, when the seller makes broad representation covering its business, the buyer is less inclined to conduct a sweeping due diligence review and instead will focus on the potential liabilities not covered by the buyer representation. Regardless, representatives and warranties are best drafted only after a detailed inquiry of the seller business. And overall, one must be sure to rely consider after the inquiry whether various representations and warranties should be subject to materiality or material adverse effect qualifiers. So at the moment, I got a lot of legal due diligence example for any business uh, related to legal due diligence in Bali, especially in Indonesia. So if you guys have any further questions regarding this legal due diligence in Bali or if you are planning to start a business, uh, you can get in touch with me by sending your message if you are have any inquiries or questions I will feel free feel free to ask me and I will trying to trying my best to answer your questions I think that is all about the legal religion I hope and I firmly hope believe that you guys understand how it is how important it is um, legal religion as well as especially the strategy for establishing a, a company here in Indonesia Thank you for listening my podcast. Have a great day, everyone.